This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering all things Ipswich Town since 2015. And after I won the toss and chose to bat, batting for me, number one and two, David Diamond and Craig Fimbo. It's been a hell of a week, hasn't it, gents? Yeah, you're going you're to take the first ball, Dave, or do you want me to take oh, I it? Think I'm, I'll, I'll let you, I think. Dangerous <laughs> first up, ball, isn't it? Fired up Pat Cummins for coming yeah. in. I'll let, you, I'll let you take that. Yeah, I'm going to stand right across my stumps and just <laughs> leave my leg stump outstanding so I get it knocked out the ground. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, we, we have a 20-second limit of uh, cricket chat. <laughs> I think that was 15 seconds, so... <laughs> yeah, we've got a bit to fit in. We'll, we'll save ourselves 10 seconds for the next test. We'll add it onto our next test allowance. Oh, yeah, good one, yeah. yeah. But after the Charlton result, you just knew it was coming, didn't you? You just knew that <laughs> England weren't going to put a smile on our faces. No, I started no. to listen to it on the train on the way home. Actually, I was watching it on BT Sport on my phone on the, on the train on the way home. So, like, caught literally. I I got out of the taxi at my front door, keys in the door, plopped myself down on the sofa for the first for the first ball as he was running in to bowl the first ball. What a night that was! Perfect. Oh, it's brilliant. It, it set the t- certainly set the tone that didn't it? Blimey, <laughs> it did indeed. What a week. Let's get into the news. And we're hearing all of this, all of this nonsense, aren't we? That this manager's being linked. This this one isn't in contention. Um, but the the only real news that we've got since the pre-match show is Neil Neil Harris has refused to comment um, on the management vacancy at Portman Road. And at the time of recording, and I know that it's a pretty small betting market this one, so it can fluctuate. But Neil Warnock, your favourite, Dave. Is the favourite? Where are you mm-hmm. both standing on this? Who knows? Exactly as you said. Who knows, really? Because I don't think he was even figuring in the betting. Maybe yesterday. So, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. Other names are coming to the frame in the last few days. That Derek McGuinness has now been mentioned, hasn't he? Um, but perhaps wouldn't be such a bad, bad 
bad idea. I know since we last spoke or since I was last on the pod, Neil Lennon's Neil Lennon was mentioned. I think, uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? What I do know is that you would think that they need someone in situ before the Sunderland game. But yeah. hey, maybe it'll be John McGrill. You'd you'd love it to be Warnock though, wouldn't you, Dave? Yeah, because I think, look, if just give him a short term, as I said, sort of shit or bust contract for, for the rest of the season. Clearly, he's not in it for the long. There's two ways of looking at it. He's not in for the long haul. And I think he would be the the, the motivating type of manager that could that could or should be able to get a tune out of the squad, really. Um, I think a young coach coming in now is, a, is quite a big call. Um, I just think you need a... A bit of a motivator at this uh, at this moment in time, which he certainly is, and he's got you know he's got no pretense of taking it of taking it any further. So that would be my take on it. But yeah, and Craig, is there is there any names jumping out at you? And are you confident that we're going to have a new manager in the dugout by the Sunderland game? Or do you think it will be John McGrill, especially as we've got this game in midweek? Yeah, that might just. Muddy the waters a little bit, mightn't it? I, 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 if we do appoint someone, I wouldn't be surprised if we've appointed him, but he doesn't sort of take control of the game, if you see what I mean. He'll be mm. in the crowd watching and McGree will still be running the Sunderland match, maybe. Yeah, I mean, from a, from from that point of view, you know, 28,000 in a Portman Road, providing we get a positive <laughs> result at Barrow, I mean, you'd think McGree would get a great, you know, McGree and Kieran Dyer, you know, yeah. shoulder to shoulder down the touchline. We'd get an absolutely awesome reception. So, yeah, there's... Two ways of looking at that, I guess. But in terms of the in terms of the names and stuff, I'm sort of I'm I'm the opposite of Dave, really. I I I would go down the youth head coach, a youthful head coach. Do get it done now, yeah. Do it now because, yeah. because this season's gone, isn't it, Craig? Well, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that. Yeah, well, Christ, tomorrow we're not even at Christmas, and we're already saying that the season's <laughs> gone. Bloody hell, what a balls it's, it's, up! But yeah, I, I'd I'd get him in now. I'd get the new guy in now. The new guy's got a transfer window. Just start start from now, you know. And almost right. Week. And almost write the season off. Almost write it off now. Yeah. And if you get, you know, if you, and if it comes good, it comes good. But at least you got the guys got his feet under the table, isn't he? And he's he's here and in in the building and stuff like that. So I'm I'm very much hopeful that we'll appoint someone of, I don't know, Liam Who Manning or, or the guy from Chelsea, Barry, oh, yeah, Barry. Know, Anthony Barry. He's a couple of in, um, interviews and articles with him on the Athletic and stuff. He just sounds. It'd be nice just to have a guy who's at the sort of cutting edge and forefront of tactics and coaching and <laughs> not saying so it need, I, I, I still maintain it doesn't need that to get him out of that division. No, it doesn't. But, no, it doesn't. But hey, look, you know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. Yeah, well, no, you, I, I think you're right to a point. I mean, I'd love to see Manning and Hogg come in, but I just think perhaps a little bit too early, perhaps a bit too early for them, but yeah. when's too early, who knows? I don't know. I mean, we might as well romanticise about Warnock while we still can, Dave. Would, would you be move, Would you be moving your seat a little closer to the dugout? <laughs> I certainly would. Yeah, I certainly will be. I think if he, I if he three did. points. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe it. I, you know, that's me. I, I, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll be him. I mean, we hear that perhaps Lampard has sort of now distanced himself from it. Perhaps um, there's still talk of John Terry, isn't it? But. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It could be something. Yeah, it could be something left field that none of us have considered. Feels like on TWTD pretty much put a line through through most of them, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah John did. Terry, nope, it's not going to be him. You know, yeah. next person, nope, not under consideration. He's not under consideration. He's not under. Bloody hell, there's not many people left. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what, 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 what I wouldn't mind there is. Um, 
Carl Robinson, I wouldn't mind. Mm. From Oxford. Yeah, he's got a bit about him. Always has had. But manager of the week, wasn't he? I think just after yesterday. Was he? Was he? I, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just be interesting, it'd be interesting to know what. I still don't think they'll be after a manager as such. Because of the structure mm. we've got behind the mm. scenes, they don't agree a manager, do they? You know, they need no, a, a, coach. a coach who can just yeah, yeah. come in, like we said before about Brentford and Swansea, whoever, just a yeah. coach that will just slot into the structure they've got. Because, um, Ashton said, didn't he, one of his, in one of his recent interviews, that if if we hadn't got someone in in time for January, it wouldn't matter because our recruitment team will be doing the recruiting in any case. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. You know, you'll be giving. You'll be. It'll be a head coach coming to to work with the tools that you've been given, not coming in and deciding which tools that you want to play with. And I think. I think all six or seven of us, seven, six, seven of us, are um are on standby for an emergency pod should it happen. <laughs> I think within the next week, that's for sure. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope there is one. Um, according to the Sun on Sunday, a friend of the show, Christian Walton, could be recalled in January by Brighton in order for them to sell to a championship club. Let's ignore where this article has come from for now, Craig. Um, but let us let me put this question to you. We've taken so bloody long to find a decent goalkeeper, haven't we? It would be a shame to lose him this early on. Yeah, exactly. Just just one less position that you don't have to worry about, isn't it? We've said all yep. along that you just need to hang your hat on a goalkeeper and know that he's going to be there for the whole season, you know, league game, uh, cup games apart, sorry. And, he, you know, the last few games, he's really been, you know, even getting better, you know, just so solid. He's coming for cr- a lot of crosses now, isn't it? You know, he's sort of yeah, getting an understanding with the guys in, in front of him. So they're more confident with him behind him than certainly they are with dear old Hanky behind him. Um, behind them, um, so yeah, it'd be a right real shame if he if he got recalled. But you know whether we'd be in the market for him, I don't know. But now Cook's not here. Is he is he going to want to come and stay? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, although you've ju- you've just said that the manager that comes in or the head coach that comes in isn't going to be deciding on the recruitment. But no, but I, I mean, guess from, his, from Walton's perspective, you know, does he want to come and work for somebody who's not? Yeah, I'm just thinking from like a head coach's perspective, if, if we bring in like a really modern head coach that wants to play out from the back, maybe Walton isn't isn't suitable mm. um, because he isn't mm. the best with the ball at his feet, although we've arguably had worse. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Hlaki's got better with the ball at his feet, arguably, he but then he's pretty shit with his hands. <laughs> that's um and, that's and two Thomas swears Ho- in the opening 10 minutes uh. Thomas Holy's a bit of both really <laughs> hashtag bit of both um, in happier news ITFC women have progressed to the fourth round of the women's FA Cup following a 2-0 away win at, at Wimbledon uh, the informed Natasha Thomas scored twice the WSL teams are in the hat now and the draw takes place today if you're listening on Monday Dave, are you hoping that we get an Arsenal or a Chelsea at this stage, or are you sort of thinking, oh, oh let's 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 avoid those for now and see how far we can get? I just I just want to see us play Man City down at Felix down at the Gold Star Ground. To be fair, get our reve- get the ladies get their revenge for their wallabin last season. Um, that was brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be great to get for the for, for the you know the club. It'd be brilliant to get a big name, wouldn't it? Mm. Absolutely, well done to them. And in other nice yeah, news, we can announce the winner of our Paul Mariner book giveaway, the My Rock and Roll Football Story. Uh, we've got two of these to give away. Um, Dave, would you like to do the honours? Who's won 
The first I'm really one. pleased to say that the first winner is long-standing listener and subscriber and all-round good chap. I met him a couple of times. Is Tim Pashley? Congratulations, Tim. He's 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 got the height of the of the Blue Monday podcast, haven't we? Having met Craig and Seb in recent weeks, I've realised that you're one of the diminutive ones of the podcast, aren't you, Dave? Well, yeah, and I'm like just about six foot, obviously getting older, so shrinking, shrinking week by week. But but yeah, I'm pretty much six foot. I think yeah, Tim, can't Tim compete, might can't even compete tower with those over, over me and giant, and so is yeah. Seb. Yeah, can't compete with those. <laughs> luckily, we've got, luckily, we've got Ben. Good old Ben, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although when he's got his when he's wearing his stage Cuban heels, <laughs> Cuban, Cuban heels, yeah. heels, yeah, he towers over us. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you can you can find him. You can find him. Yeah, he can still find him. Yeah. And uh, Craig, can you do the honours with our other lucky winner? Oh yes, I can. Uh, I need an envelope, don't I? Yeah, so I open my envelope trip, here. Mr. Trip there. Uh, it's James Ruddock. Congratulations to James. Um, yeah, I'll give it to your brother Neil for for Christmas. Raise up, <laughs> brilliant stuff. And now I guess the rest of us, it's up to us to go out and buy the book, isn't it? Rich's uh, podcast with the the ghostwriter made it. Yeah, you can already tell yeah. it's going to be a cracking read, eh? Absolutely yeah. excellent. Crikey, yeah, you know, the, the amount of stories that you know he he gave to Rich just talking to him for an hour. That's like you know it, it, the same amount of stories in the book. It'd be more than enough, wouldn't it? But crikey, imagine there's I've got to say, of them in there. I, expe- I expect to have my copy read by the time the turkey sandwiches are served about what, <laughs> seven o'clock Christmas Day <laughs> evening. Yeah, I think you'll be probably watching the inside of your eyelids for most of a Christmas <laughs> Day afternoon or any day. But... <laughs> right, that, that brings us nicely on to the match action at Wigan away. So onto that game and after Tuesday night's disappointment down at Charlton, it was destination Wigan on a typically... Dreary day in the northwest. Wigan were five games unbeaten and level on points with league leaders Rotherham at kickoff. Ipswich were debuting a rather beautiful all black kit, Ooh. which sadly won't be made available to fans, which is a bit of a shame, that one, isn't it, Craig? Hmm. Yeah. Not it's nice, isn't it? No, well, no, no, it's a very, it's, it is nice. It's nice. But I suppose it's just the logistics of, you know, we're not, I don't suppose we're particularly high on Adidas's list of uh, priorities to get extra shirts printed around this sort of time it's such a ball late to get the white one out and into the <laughs> into the shop wasn't it i can't imagine they'll be wanting to do it the same with the black but yeah no. it's really really nice i always like black kits anyway to be honest yeah. I mean, um yeah even goalkeeping kits and stuff like that it's something about them, isn't there yeah look better uh, looks I bet a, james looks norwood's shirt will go for a few bob won't it dave i should think so uh, yeah absolutely no really re- look really nice actually yeah pucker kit that one lovely stuff and um John McGreal made a bit of a tactical tweak, didn't he, with Burgess, Chaplin and Piggott in for Enciarlo, 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 Aluko and Fraser. Were you surprised by these moves or as much as you were expecting? I mean, Enciarlo, I don't know. Was, was Who knows with Enciarlo? He wasn't even in the squad, was he? So maybe picked up an injury. I don't think you can hold anything by the after-match going shenanigans at the Valley the other night. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a nice balance, isn't it? I mean, we said right from the start, all right, start of the season, it clearly um, Edmondson there. I mean, okay, um, sorry, uh, Burgess there without Edmondson right at the start of the season just didn't 
didn't sort of work, but it's a nice balance. You know, Burgess, lovely left foot. Um, Edmondson, we know he's probably been the standout, standout player of the season. And um, was that two up front, wasn't it? <laughs> that was that was going to be my next question to you, Dave. How did you feel about seeing the two strikers? I bet you uh, could, oh, no, believe no, your eyes, could you? No, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Not going to comment. No, it's um, look, it's as I said all the way along. It's it's League One for Christ's sake. So if you're struggling, yeah, so we have been struggling to create chances and well, even score goals in the last four or five games, well, more than that probably. Um, just change it up, and you know you've got the personnel to do that albeit perhaps for the majority of the game it didn't perhaps work but um yeah it's it's league one for goodness sake get the ball up there and feed off that well the idea is to to feed off those front two but there's another question probably there to be asked indeed i'll just quickly run through that lineup so it was uh walton in goal danassian started at left back with burgess inside him edmondson and vincent young at right back uh, Chaplin was out on the right, an unusual position for him. Evans and Morsi, central midfield. Edwards on the left. And yeah, it was Piggott up front alongside Bond, wasn't it, Craig? Yeah, very much so, yeah. Um, just about the, the starting 11, I, you know, you were at Charlton, as was I. I think Evans and Morsi did well both to be starting mm. the following match because, mm. you know, they weren't they weren't great. Fraser was poor, wasn't he, at Charlton? So no great surprise yeah. that he didn't um he didn't start. Um but yeah, I think before before the match, I think just the principle of having those two starting again, having had such a appalling game at uh, Charlton may have just sent a maybe the potentially the, the wrong message. Yeah, do you, um, do you think it, it may it, it was maybe a little bit harsh on Il Mazzuni, but do you think going into a what was a four four two that is just a diff- difficult job for a young midfielder like Ormazuni probably hasn't played central midfield in many four four twos, has he? No, no, no. You're, you're, you're exactly right there, Mikey. I reckon, and also they're going going back to Wigan, etc., aren't they? You just want to spit a solid, solid base, I suppose, to you in the middle of the field, um, which they were. They didn't get up to support the front two at all um, during the whole match. Not not from open play, certainly. No. Right, I'll just quickly run through the Wigan lineup, a more recognisable lineup than most that we face in in League One for one reason or another. So they have Amos in goal, Dariqua at right back, Watmore and Tilt centre backs, Pierce flying up and down at left back. They had Max Power and Tom Naylor as the two sitters, with Guion Edwards on the right, James McLean on the left, and What's written down here is Lang playing in behind one Will Keane, who was a player that you were quite a big fan of, weren't you, Dave? And and was was it Keane playing up front, or was he playing as the as the ten, Craig? Yeah, he was. He was pretty much playing up front, further up, right up top. Yeah, he was the furthest, advanced, most advanced of their players. Yeah, I always like always like Keane. He just had a nice. I always used to think he just had. He looked a nice player, didn't he? Quite an elegant player, had a good touch, moved quite well. Uh, yeah. I liked. I certainly liked him when he was uh, when he was here. Yeah, but he's been playing. In... Just yeah, go on, Craig. No, I say he. But he's been playing in the number ten position, isn't he, for them more recently? That was a surprise. He's means that kind of player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, and and I was thinking before the match actually, he he's very much uh, like a Nick Powell was for mm. Paul Cook, wouldn't he? He's a taller, you know, slightly more mm. rangy sort of number ten rather than a, a Selena or a, or, a, or a Chaplin sort of things. So you'd wonder yeah. whether Paul Cook might have got a a tune out of him had he been around and playing in his number 10. Like a Marco Stieperman at Norwich a few years ago. 
sorry to mention them, but he was another sort of six foot three. Yeah, lovely ten. player. Yeah, lovely player. Lovely left foot. Yeah, just elegant looking player. Yeah, yeah. Matt Crooks. They're about. Yeah. The first 20 minutes, gents, were described by Brenner Woolley as boring. Um, <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have probably have taken the next 25 minutes being boring, though. Uh, the first save of note came from Walton in the 21st minute as he pushed aside a stinging shot from Tom Pierce, who bombed forward from left back. Vincent Young sort of struggling to keep hold of him there. But moments later, Craig, we find ourselves a goal behind, don't we? Yeah, well, what was noticeable, um, you're saying about Pierce bombing down the right, and it's sort of, sorry, our Left, right. Yep. Um, it's noticeable that Chaplin was out there nominatively marking him, and he just looked out of... In the Alan Judge role. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> and he was he, he'd perfected the Alan Judge scamper. Oh, shit, my... my oh, <laughs> crikey, my, um, my, players, my players 40 yards away. I better quickly try and get back to him, sort of thing. Yeah, he'd done that on at least two occasions. He was scampering back to, to get him. And as, as you say, Walton... Tips, tips one over, um, shot from Pierce, and then we'd sort of done all right from from set pieces and corners, but this one was swung in, isn't it? From the from the right, in swinging, um, Goyon Edwards uh, gets to the towering flicking flicked header, um, which Walton does well to get a hand to. But and then the guy's standing on line. Is it Lang? It's, he seems to be laying on the line. Yeah, well, he's we, Morsey's appealing isn't he and, and he said in his post-match interview that the referee had apologized because it was actually offside because even you know Morsey was marking him on the line but Walton had come off his line so there was still only one player you know between the goal line and the player sort of thing so he he should have been offside because his foot was on the goal line you know when he when he tuck it in so yeah it's a pity um but yeah it's just a, a League One goal, really, isn't it? A flick near post header and a scramble and a. I think, I think to be fair, by that time they were fairly dominant in the game, weren't they? Though. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. We we we'd struggled. Um, I know Brenner said it was we said it was boring, but there was there was nothing there really. There was nobody passing to anyone. There's no there was no patterns of play. I say Chaplin looked lost on the on the right hand side. We just. Took, took the first half, we didn't really get into, into the match at all. It, it, was, no. it was very, very scrappy from our perspective. It was a pretty scrappy match, full stop. But yeah, we, we really struggled in the first half, turned it around in the second. Indeed, we do have a penalty shout five minutes later, later as Carl Edwards was brought down in the box, but nothing was given. Um, in the 33rd minute, there was a strange incident involving Pierce and Chaplin. Um, initially, Chaplin's booked for tripping Pierce and reacts angrily, jabbing his finger at Chaplin. And there's a bit of a melee after Pierce goes down a second time. Brenner and Alex Matthew thought that Chaplin was getting second yellow, didn't they, Dave? That that confused us. Yeah, it was, it was all a bit weird. Yeah, absolutely right. And it, it appears that initially, clearly, Chaplin thinks Pierce has, Pierce has taken a dive and he's incensed by it, isn't he, for goodness sake? So you would think perhaps there's something, something in that. And then it sort of goes off camera. I don't know if you saw it, Craig. It seems in the highlights, it sort of goes off camera, and all you can see is Chaplin walking towards, um, walking towards uh, Pierce. Yeah, Pierce. And um, and Pierce next next shot. Pierce is like prostrate on the ground. So you think, well, something's gone on there. Like, has he put his head in there or something like that? But apparently, it was a. They're saying it was a stamp on his foot or something. Yeah, but the thing is, it was right in front of the linesman, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, the, the linesman, the referee, couldn't have been more than five, well, ten uh, yards away uh, combined. Not at all. So my, uh, 
friend of the show, Henry, was at the game and he he told me that his interpretation was that the ref initially booked him and then spoke to the linesman and then cancelled out the booking. <laughs> um, yeah. But that doesn't go along with what Stuart Watson said, but no, trust trust what he saw. It kind of kind of makes sense. But yeah, yeah when, well, I don't think when, when the kettle's around... You're never too far away from it getting reaching boiling point, are you, David? Oh. There it is. There it is. Yeah. He's always quick with his whistle. <laughs> I think you've stolen that one, haven't you? That was <laughs> That's 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 one of mine. <laughs> so uh no other big chances for us uh at the half, Craig. Did this feel like Tuesday night repeating itself? I think I saw you tweet actually that it's it's good to see two strikers isolated rather than one. Yeah, I say it's hundred percent better from Tuesday because we now got two isolated isolated strikers. Yeah, that that was it. Is that I say Chaplin really didn't do too much on the right. Um, Morsey and Evans were very deep, deep. central midfield. They were they were playing you know like the in the four two three one formation. They were still pl- playing very deep just in front of the back four. Um, Edwards did as Edwards does. Um, got on the ball a few times and. As he, you know, keeps trying, going to the box. I mean, that that penalty shout it wasn't obvious, but, but it was. It was certainly a nudge in the back mm. from the other Edwards, wasn't it? I think it's from Guion Edwards nudged yeah. him in the back. And about five ten minutes later, there was an identical foul which the ref gave. Obviously, it was outside the box, so he's yeah, uh, more freely gonna gonna give it. But yeah, it, it was still a nudge in the back as he was bearing down on the towards the touchline. Um, but yeah, apart from that, there wasn't there wasn't too much going on in the first half. So it's pretty pretty scrappy uh, forty five minutes. It was. There was no substitutes at the break, but there was a slight change with Danassian and mm. Kane Vincent Young switching sides. Um, and I wondered why that might have been. Obviously, it was because of Vincent Young's defensive frailties rather than trying to get him forward down the left, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, certainly at Charlton, I can't really speak much about the first half yesterday, but Danassian was so... It was just uncomfortable watch seeing yeah. him play there at Charlton, wasn't it? My goodness mm. me. So, um, but yeah, I think Pierce was um, <clears throat> Pierce was certainly, as you said earlier, making inroads into well further into our half towards our box most of that most of that first half. So you'd think it perhaps was more tactical than anything. I think it's safe <laughs> to say if it's if it's the recruitment team or if it's the new manager, the left back may be on the shopping list come January. Yes, quite possibly. Um, we we improve at the start of the second half, but don't create much in the way of chances until a double substitution changes the game, Dave. On came James Norwood for his first match well, since injuring his hamstring against Newport in the Carabao Cup. And Sonia Luco came on as well with Piggott and Chaplin going off. Yeah, I mean, I think that... And and, and, and good, I think it was about 60 second minutes, so a good half an hour to go. So <clears throat> it's given him enough time on the day... Seemingly, Piggott was quite out of sorts, as you said earlier. Both him and Bond were totally isolated first half. And I think when perhaps the ball did get played up to Piggott, it's just one of those, Matthew was saying on comms, it was one of those days sticking. where it just wasn't wasn't mm. sticking with him at all. <clears throat> and everything he tried just didn't just didn't come off. And yeah, Chaplin was an odd one playing right side when it had clearly a bit, maybe a bit on the opposite way, a bit like Danesson at Charlton, just never really looked look comfortable playing mm. you know playing there really so yeah on comes as you say Piggott and Aluko and um you know certainly from from certainly listening to a commentary it was just much we had much more about us almost from that minute really 
Absolutely. Norwood, just looked, Norwood just looked sharp when he came on. You know, he 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 didn't. You know, he wasn't. Um, you know, losing your head, Norwood. But he, but he was direct. You know, he was he was getting on the board. He was closing people down. He was harrying. But as you know, he just creates chaos, doesn't he? And, and mayhem he when he comes on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. I think we um, said before. You, you know, Norwood. We couldn't. Okay. Look, there are outside influence with Nor with, with Nor influences with Norwood, which are well documented. But aside from that, a fit James Norwood, it would always it, he should always be in the squad. So if he's not starting, he should be on the bench because just like yesterday, as Craig said, he comes on and he just makes things happen. Yeah. All right, he might yeah, lose his head and get a cheap yellow card, but it gets people stirred up. Could, on the pitch, could be our sort of Richard Naylor, couldn't he? Yeah, if used in the Absolutely. right way, like and occasionally, occasionally starting, but. He scores goals. Also a good option off the bench, an aggressive option. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, and yeah, he, he's immediately involved as a shot, which is easily saved by Amos, but showed his intent early on. But then we have a real let off, Craig, as the hipster's choice, Will, Will Keane, has slipped in <laughs> by Guion Edwards. Yeah, and it wasn't offside, was it? I don't think no. either. Look, really? Look, look, yeah, he looks level, if not. It's a good move, yeah. Slip move yeah, it was, yeah. And it's a good finish, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, rough. Um, yeah. But I say that sort of proved the point that he was, he was playing the most advanced. Um, of their of their players, and then he had also had a header in here a little while later, which should have scored from. Ooh, yeah, such a nice guy, Will Keane. That obviously you'd, you shared breakfast with him once. I in did. Mills, yeah, a few years ago, Dave. Him. Did, did you notice him. how he he didn't even complain at the linesman, even though no, he, he was didn't. onside? 
Not at all. Then he just uh, got up, jogged back. Yeah, yeah. Too much, too much for yeah. Gent for that. Yep. Um, Dave, our set pieces. You, this is a real bugbear of yours, isn't it? They were especially bad on Tuesday night, but on seventy-seven minutes. Lee Evans does get one right here, doesn't it's he? It's a great delivery. It's just where it needs to be. So he's what about forty yards out, sort of right hand side, right hand side of the of the um of the Wigan half. Maybe not quite forty, thirty five, something like that. But it's just a great delivery. It's just that delivery hit with, but he doesn't just you know he doesn't just float it, and it's hit with pace around that in that <laughs> cricket cricket. Sorry. Corridor of uncertainty, and um, they just don't deal with it. Edmondson challenges it; they don't deal with it. Who's there on the spot? Norwood from what left foot finish from what six yards, seven yards? Berries it, and yeah, he's quite pleased, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and the celebration, Craig, <laughs> he gives that. Mm. I'd imagine for Mr. Ashton sitting in the director's box. I, I would imagine. think so. He's probably covering <laughs> his eyes. Then what the fucking what the... Yeah, yeah. It is no. a weird one, isn't it? When you because of Norwood's tweet after Paul Cook left, essentially saying that um, he wasn't being allowed to be picked, he wasn't being allowed to be played. Mm. Maybe maybe Ashton saw that and was like, "Well, I'll show him. <laughs> you, you're allowed to play now." Or 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 whether John McGrill just said, "Look, if I'm going to do this, I need to have all of the players available, and fresh slate for everyone." Especially after Charlton, good grief! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and great, great to see. And to be and to be fair to the, about the set pieces, you know, Evans didn't have a great game. Certainly, first half he was pretty poor. Set but plays were better, he, though, weren't they? They were a lot better. Yeah, yeah. You see, he put two or three good, yeah. good free kicks in yesterday. Yeah, he does. He does at least try and put balls in with pace. But yeah, he quite often hits the first man, doesn't he? Have you, has, has that been in one oh one? Oh no, I'll leave that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you'll get your chance, Dave. I'm sure. Yeah. So w- yeah. Wigan should regain the lead on eighty four with. Keane heading wide from close range. That was a really good chance, wasn't it? Another good, another good free kick, though, wasn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Great, great free kick, delivery. that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Took everybody out. I don't know. Um, that was, how did he miss? Yeah, and how do you... You can't defend it, can you? It was just no. literally perfect right into his head. Absolutely perfect. I mean, it's hard, almost harder to miss that. Any sort of... Well... Well, probably it's one of those ones where he probably makes two solid contact. If he just sort of skims his head, it goes in the far corner, it? probably. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Edwards has... A close range effort blocked for town in the 87th minute. Morsi drags a shot wide in the 90th minute, but 1 1 was how it stayed, boys. And I mean, take I, our boys, I think right? the we would have taken that about, before the game. I think the heartening thing about that, after we scored, you know, last 10 plus, last five, certainly plus time added on, it seemed like, you know, we were the most, we were the most likely, which is, you know, we we're really on the front foot, which is positive. Yeah. No, we were. Yeah, we kept we kept it at four four two as well. We kept two up front for the whole match. Edwards played the whole ninety minutes, didn't he? So, I think if if we're going to stick with, as you say, Dave Crike, it's not rocket science. And Norwood might thrive from getting more balls into the box and having someone up there with him to help fight his battles and stuff. So, yeah, no kinds of sticking with it. For I him. think you you hit the nail on the head. What what he gives you, Mike, is aggression. He gives you that aggression, doesn't he? Mm. But you know, buzzes about and he doesn't give defenders a moment's peace and stuff okay sometimes he oversteps the mark but you know sometimes you just need that team just needs a question that. i suppose just a question of whether he's ever gonna be fit enough and you know, well you trust, yeah. trust his yeah hamstrings whatever is enough for him to start matches yeah. and rather yeah. than being that 30 minutes impact sub at the end of the end of the match sort of thing so he's perfect for it doesn't he cool. yeah there's a couple of questions on norwood 
one of them from Paul Westlake. Does that make Norwood a match day bench option now or put him ahead of Piggott alongside Bond if we're going to stick with two up front? I mean, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Because we don't know who the manager is going to be for the next game. But you'd, <laughs> you'd imagine we'll go with two up front, down, well, up, sorry, in Barrow. Gosh, you can't get more further up. Apart from Father Christmas, there's not many people going down <laughs> to lap the barrow. Yeah, I'd have thought so. I'd have imagine we'll keep it exactly the same as it was. You know, let's just back to basics, four four F in two, and just you know get the ball quick up, get the ball up to them quicker than we do just you know, fanning around at the back. Um, and as, as Paul said, I, I just wonder whether, as I said, that he'll be a bench option for a little while until we can trust him that he's going to be yeah, fully fit, especially right. if you've got another game on Saturday. You're not gonna, I can't imagine. Well, you may, you know, you may well start to get him half an hour, sorry, half a match on Wednesday in readiness to just give him a bit match, more match sharp for the weekend. I don't know. Can, but... you, imagine, can you imagine Saturday in that cauldron-like atmosphere? Oh, yeah. dear. <laughs> but I say, it, 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 Piggott was disappointing yesterday, but, you know, he, he it was just one of those days where everything was bouncing off of him and, you know, he wasn't linking up. They were a completely different wavelength. But they're going to be, aren't they? They've never played together before. So it's, it's not as if they can... No, do think, too much on the. I think they are going to persist with four four two. The key is to just get some. Someone has to make that effort from central midfield to get into yeah. the box. For Christ's sake, you know, yeah. get ahead of the ball, or not, if not, not ahead of the ball, but you know, support closer. Them, yeah. As they said, you, know, you watched it, Craig. You know, Morsey and Evans just they just, they just sit sit beside each other and deep. For Christ's sake, um, certainly that. <laughs> but thinking back, I know. Okay, they were terrible on the night but that Doncaster game was a little bit of an outlier really wasn't it <laughs> it, would, it would appear it was at this <laughs> stage uh mullet asks uh he was at the game of course as it was up north watch the oh. lads a wigan, a wigan fan in the pub was adamant that cook got it wrong not bringing richardson and barry with him does this settle questions over his failure here or is it more that he was a marcus evans appointment allowed to carry on in a whole new structure hashtag keep away days northern there's no mention of Will Keane in that question. No, no. Yeah. Worry He's a little quiet on um, Rakeem Harper as well at the moment, but there we are. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, I think, well, what would be interesting to know is that when, once Cook does get another job, you know, how many of Roberts, Francis, Jeffers and Craney he takes right, with him yeah. to trust behind the scenes at his next job, you know? I yeah. can't imagine there'll be all three of them. Maybe one, um, I don't know. Hmm. Probably answers its own time. We don't know, but I can't imagine he'll be entrusting them to get his defensive set up at his next mm. club. But I think, I mean, does the Wigan does the Wigan fan think that Cook chose not to take Richardson? Because my perspective is that he wanted to take Richardson, but Richardson was having his first proper management job. Mm. Yeah, I think the I think the assumption was that he was definitely coming, wasn't he? Because Paul Cook was rather coy in. in when he first came in and he was asked about it, he was like, oh, you know, let's wait till the summer, let's wait till the summer. But then, you know, Richardson did so well that he got offered the job, didn't he? I think, don't think that was in anyone's thoughts that it, that it was going to happen that way. But, you know, sod's law for us, it tends to tends to happen, doesn't it? Yeah, so exactly. I think I think the assumption was that he was going to come along with him once the, once he got to the summer and whoever else was going to take over at Wigan. Yeah, he's done brilliantly there, hasn't he? Absolutely brilliantly. Right. He has, yeah. Definitely a, a well-organised side. Joe Fairs asks, in the post-match interview on the club's social media, John McGreal stated that he's famous for making substitutions. Are there any other vague claims to fame in the squad? I saw that. 
But what? <laughs> I'm sure I understood. Where, yeah, where was Joe when he's, Joe was out? Joe was out last night, wasn't he? Somewhere <laughs> he was out in Norwich. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was the air. <laughs> he did say that, did he? He was, on, he was talking for five was minutes. He, was he John being? McGreal. Was he being serious? Yeah. Is it, so. so was he famous for making? Well, he says he's. He says he says he's famous. John McGreal. John McGreal says John McGreal's famous for making substitutions. <laughs> he's a football manager. Um, <laughs> yeah, I usually make two or three in the second half. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit of an odd. So maybe you need to ask a get a Cole U fan on here. Yeah. Is John McGreal was he well known for making substitutions? Yeah, well, that is why I, I pres- turned to Craig. But, I uh, presume. No, good I point. presume it was the uh, timings he's talking about. You know, he, he doesn't wait okay. until Paul Cook yeah, yeah. does to the 89th right. minute before Which making said, the change. We? Yeah. As Dave, yeah, yeah, as Dave says, yeah, yeah, you got he got it gave right. Yeah. Norwood 30 minutes yesterday, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and, and, and also, vague, good... vague claims to fame. Maybe Michael Jordan wore number 23 because of Sonia Luco, something like that. Oh, I see what he. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, probably, obviously, possibly the other way around. But... Obviously, our goalkeeper was. Um, was a distant relative of that um, American family back in the seventies, I think. <laughs> Christ, the way that's too old for Mikey. <laughs> Mikey, what the hell's he on about? Uh, the, Come on, Mikey. The, the Waltons, isn't it? There you go. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's so a long, I don't... He's a distant cousin of um, John Boy. Right. <laughs> have you got? Have you got any more of these, Dave? <laughs> um, I could go on. Obviously. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Obviously, Joe Piggott's um, a long distance, um, total relation yeah. to um, a well-known jockey, clearly. And now he's yeah. spelled differently. <laughs> Excellent. Let's move on. Um, Pete Girls asks, uh, the game changed massively after Norwood came on. Is a shithouse 4-4-2 with the king of shithouse up front better for League One than trying a sexier Premier League Championship 4-2-3-1 system just to get out of this horrible league? Aluko also had an excellent impact, which shouldn't be ignored. He's absolutely right, is it? Because the game did did change when Norwood and Aluko came on. Aluko didn't have a good night at Charlton, but nobody did. So I could see could see that his confidence levels haven't dropped. But yeah, we've we've kind of covered this one, haven't we? You, you two are now both in agreement that we should be looking at four four two, or is it horses sorry, for I, courses I, for you, Craig? Well, I, I'm not necessarily wedded to four four two, but two up front. I think front, you can play okay. yeah. three five yeah. two or whatever you have to play. I mean, yeah. I'm sure. The new, the new manager, whoever he is, will be a bit more flexible in terms of his formations than... But you, than you'd like to see two strikers on the pitch, wouldn't you? That's, yes. That's really yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, it just needs you know, just needs bedding in, doesn't it? And the guys just need to get used to be playing it because they haven't been coached to play it for, well, certainly since Paul Cook walked in the door, have they? So, um, and with a Luco on, maybe you get, you get a bit more quality into the box as well. That's something you need, isn't it? You've got two up front, you need to start getting some decent crosses in from open play rather than just relying on your set pieces as well. Yeah. Just moving back to the Barrow game, FPL Tractor, what kind of team would you send to Barrow? I think I wouldn't put my first 11 on the bus and get them training together all week. Obviously, Paul Cook was going really strong, wasn't he? But John McGreal might be looking at it slightly differently. Do you think maybe because the fact that he's going to be under 23s coach with Kieran Dyer, they might fancy having a look at some some more of the youngsters in this game? Yeah, maybe. I think you might see Humphreys, perhaps. But yeah. again, you know, the depth of squad, I mean, I know we've got a couple of injuries, obviously long-term, seemingly Burns and Coulson. But other than that, obviously not sure about Enciala, but other than that, there's a relatively clean bill of health for the squad. So look, we're going to, whatever you think, we're going to put a, a fairly strong team out just because of the, 
bloody you know depth of squad that we've got for goodness sake so Barrow wouldn't be surprised to see Bon again up front just to try and get him a goal for goodness sake and get him up and running again perhaps um but out of the youngsters yeah you'd think El Mazzuni would most likely to play maybe Humphreys might even get a start perhaps um things as well oh. I suppose it's also an opportunity sorry it's also an opportunity for people to play together though isn't it you know it's, it's an there's another way big, yeah absolutely bond, yeah yeah getting bond but, to get because, another 60 minutes yeah together. yeah the problem yeah. is is that this game is on wednesday isn't it yeah so, a bit close isn't it i mean we will presumably they'll be training monday tuesday but then if they if you're playing on playing at barrow on wednesday you're not going to get any tuesday, other proper training they? and you're just going to do set pieces on friday but yeah. Hang on a minute. Didn't Probably. didn't Boris just have an eight o'clock announcement? Hang on, now getting it through. Oh yeah, all that all football's cancelled anyway from third national. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I mean, that was a joke. Yeah. I mean, I don't. <laughs> oh my god! If this happens, isn't live oh anyway, is it? So, no. There we are. Uh, <laughs> let's let's change the subject completely. Then Alex, Alex Hare asks if you could make make one of Selena Bon or Walton a permanent signing in January, which one would it be and why? Alex would go with Walton. Every team needs a decent keeper. I'm going to say Bon because we've unearthed a goal scorer there and I think think he'll come good again. I'd probably go for Bon. Walton, go for mate. I must say, I'd go for Walton. Yeah. yeah. It's mad, isn't it, that we're not saying Selena at this stage? Wow. You, no, but the thing is, he's, and, you know, as Dave said, and the guys I was will was with yesterday, um, mate called Glenn just saying that he's he's now looking more and more like a luxury player, isn't he? If you're going to be playing four four two, you're not going to be fitting Where's Selena he? in into no, that formation, are you? You know, you, you 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 if you're going to play him, he needs to be in Abel Tarap for QPR that everything goes through him yep. and everyone else does his defending for him. And he but he hasn't warranted that sort of status, has he, at the moment? So yeah. you know, which we as as yesterday showed, we're trying to get Chaplin into the team. And sort of failing, so Christ, I can't imagine Selena's going to fit in there. So, out of the three, he's probably the third choice. I'm, I'm believing from my perspective. But, but well, lovely to have again a lovely option to yeah. have. If and ho- start and uh, hopefully, he'll make an impact between now and the end of the season. Oh. And there's probably less of a rush as well to sign sign Selena. Like there's less talk of other clubs looking for him. Well, if he if he if if he doesn't sign, if he does just that season, we've got that one that 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 memory of him that goal against Crew, haven't we? Yeah, I mean we've he's got, got he, we've got some decent me. memories out of him this season. The, Fleet, oh, no, we the last minute winner against Fleetwood and the, yeah, the double yeah, at Wickham yeah, was good as well. So just, that, that goal was just sensational, wasn't magic, it? Just wasn't totally it? <laughs> out of kilter with everything around it, really, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Madness. Chucks to position. Yeah. yeah. Skip intro asked Craig, was that the was that ref the worst we've had this season? He got so many decisions wrong and missed so much S housery. Also, what did he make of Norwood's celebration? Mm-hmm. Well, he's, to be fair to the ref, he's had a pretty stiff competition this year, isn't he? In terms yeah. of crap refereeing, oh, um, Spencer shockers, isn't it? Yeah, I see. I, I, you know, he, yes, there he was, was there was a really bad one this season, wasn't there? I'm, just, I'm trying to think when it was. There's been a few, to be fair, Mikey. But there was one that was really, really stand out bad. Yeah. Well, Tre- Trevor Kettle's, you know, well known for <laughs> yeah. Great. Come on, Mike. You can't. I can't have used up your only second pun on Trevor Kettle. There's got to be some more coming. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trevor, um, Trevor Kettle got four out of ten in the football league ooh, paper. Ooh, ooh, that's rated. poor. Yeah, yeah. That was one. Davey didn't like that one. Um, <laughs> 
let's yeah, uh, not really no. tenuous, too, far too tenuous. That tenuous. no, no yeah. I'm not getting that. Yeah. Do you think it will be cold up in Barrow, Dave, or a bit of a furnace? <laughs> <laughs> Got to laugh at that one. Always, I was going. I just stopped short saying he was on fire. Oh, stop it! Stop it now. <laughs> Right, oh, let's, let's let's do the other results. Uh, Accrington won Bolton nil. Accrington stay above us. Bolton's season has just gone from mm. bad to worse, hasn't it? Uh, Charlton followed up their good win against us the other night with a two win over Cambridge. They're looking decent, aren't they? Uh, Connor Washington scored both of those. He looked good, didn't he? Those front mm. two look really good. He did. They're only one Sh- only one point ahead of us though in the in the table, aren't they? And even after. Before the match, we on Tuesday they were they were looking to get aim to get in the playoffs, and they were like you know three two three points behind us, and we're mm. we're, we're looking down and worrying about relegation, and they're looking forward to getting to the playoffs. But so, again, you know they've got you know one one Tuesday, one yesterday, they've got that momentum, haven't they? Yeah. Starting to get get it going. Yeah, that's exactly what what we need when the new manager comes in. We actually need a new manager bounce for once. It makes such a difference. Yeah. Especially, it's 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 the perfect opportunity to have a new manager bounce as well because there's so many games. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is that the t- but the teams above. As you look at the f- the form table of the teams above us, yeah, they're all Plymouth, winning Plymouth, matches. Apart Plymouth, yeah. Plymouth, Plymouth Argyle aside, who have gone completely you know through the mm-hmm. floor, but everyone else is you know four wins out of the last six, and the other two have been draws. Pretty much yeah, every blind. team in the top yeah. eight, apart yeah. from Plymouth, as I say, are winning, winning, win, 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 win. Mm. They're always not playing each other. Yeah. Cheltenham 2, Lincoln 2, Sheffield Wednesday, they're still looking strong. 2-0 win at Crew, rock bottom. Doncaster, big win for them over Shrewsbury. Fleetwood, 2-1 over Gillingham. Oxford, they're just so solid, aren't they? 2-1 away at Milton Keynes. Mm. Pompey, they're, they're on the up as well. 2-0 win over Morecambe. Rotherham, 3-1 at home to Burton. Shock, shock, shock. Sunderland, yep, yeah, 2-1 over Plymouth, who you've just mentioned. Um, but Wickham were held at home to AFC Wimbledon. So we're clinging on to the top half after that point. Um, did, as you did mentioned, you see, um, did you see Teddy Bishop's goals? I haven't seen them, no. Oh. Any good? Do you see them, Craig? No, I haven't seen them. Oh, really, really, really good. Yeah, first one, both, both. I think pretty much first time finishes. Yeah, one top corner, one low. Left, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Well, they, they what are they? His ninth and tenth of the season. <laughs> Funny enough, I think they could have been his first league goal. <laughs> <laughs> but they're great yeah. finishes, and good for the good for the lags. We all know he's yeah. got he's got yeah. quality. He's got a bit, he, you know, just fitness, isn't it, with him? Mm. Uh, Charlton are a point above us in eleventh. Accrington, two points ahead of us in tenth, and then there's the five point jump up to Milton Keynes who are in ninth with 35 Portsmouth 8 36 Wednesday 7 37 and yeah Plymouth are on 37 points so yeah we're nine nine points off off the playoffs ahead of them uh Oxford on 39 Wickham on 42 Sunderland 42 Wigan 42 and Rotherham looking like well they're the biennial League One champions, aren't they? Forty-four points from twenty-one games. We've got a game in hand as well. Um, we'll be back with the usual shows later this week, and hopefully, we'll have a live reaction show, as Dave mentioned earlier, to discuss our new manager. Whenever that happens, Rich and Seb will be having their remote pre-match show party live on the YouTube channel. 
on Friday and be on our social media feeds too ahead of the Sunderland game. Please join for that. For that, Rich promises there'll be beers. Um, and before we say goodbye, I thought I'd it'd be nice to share this quick story on our captain, Sam Morsley. There's not loads of detail on this, but mm. Joe Fairs received a nice message on Facebook um, from a bloke. He says, Sam Morsley was a super captain at Wigan. Off the pitch, he was a star too, especially to my best man's daughter, Abby, a then nine-year-old with bone cancer who lives near me in Nottingham. He became Abby's hero. And to cut a long story short, she recovered, but not before losing a leg. But Sam Morsley never forgot her. And today she was at the game and Sam Morsley went and made her day, went and found her. Just lovely stuff, isn't it? Because we're always quick to criticise our players, gents, if, if they don't conduct themselves in the right way. So it's only right we highlight the good stuff they do as well. And that's that's good off-field captaincy from Sam Morsey, isn't it? Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, love to, love to see that. And bef- before we go, do you gents want to just run through your Barrow lineups? Got a bit of time here. What, the lineups? What, you, you want us to name the Barrow lineups? Yeah, like, I want the Barrow lineup. We've played, we've played them already, Dave. You should we know should it. Wheel out, the, wheel out the Barrow oh, lineup. Yeah. Right? This one. is the yeah. We'll we'll turn this into the pre-match show of Barrow. So, Dave, tell us about Barrow's formation. For... Uh, I, I, I see them. I see Barrow playing a solid four-four-two, like they did at Portman Road. Um, yeah, this, yeah. Um, so for us, um, uh, uh, Ladkey will perhaps get a game in go. He might surprise us, as you say, and just keep pretty much the same um, to get to try and bed it in a bit more, but. Be it, I think Craig, or, or you were right, Mikey, um, with the game being on the Wednesday um, in close, such close, well, another 24 hours than it would normally be played. Um, I see perhaps Ladkey, um, Vincent Young at full back. I would have thought maybe Penny will get a game at left back. Perhaps Wolfenden in mm-hmm. alongside maybe, I don't know, Burgess. Perhaps would they risk Edmondson? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, Ms. El Mazzuni, I would think, would get a game. Humphreys maybe, maybe getting a start. I would start with Bond just to try and get him, get him a goal, perhaps just to get some confidence there. And either Bond or Piggott, or maybe I don't know, Bond and Bond and maybe Norwood might get a start. Um, yeah, wh- whatever you'd think, because as like I said before, the depth of squad this season it's not going to be a cup team from as we've seen in previous seasons, is it? As as we've seen perhaps in the the Oldham games, etc. Craig, you're now less confident that a mismatch sort of team of fringe players can beat a league two team after what what we've seen already this season <laughs> yeah because if you, because yeah. Uh, what what i'm saying is that the, the oldham game we i know we ended up playing a full strength team but we were talking about oh well, fraser will probably play and piggott will probably start and haladki will be in goal and that's perfectly fine burgess will be back and yeah this will be more than good enough to beat oldham in league two and then as it turned out we went full strength in that for first game then we went pretty strong at Oldham pretty strong again against Barrow at home and we've struggled in all of them haven't we yeah yeah that's right and in terms of line I suppose you you want to look at the bench who was on the bench yesterday yeah so as Dave said Penny was on the bench Carroll was on the bench wouldn't he so maybe Carroll will play start yeah. the match um maybe Luke Harper if he's not injured will come back into yeah into it but then if Harper and Wolfenden aren't even getting in the match day squad are they True. now Mm. That's, and that's with a new manager as well as, as mm. Paul Cook. So, yeah, you've got too many, too many players, haven't you? But, but I can't. I, I, it's just sorry. It's, it's, it's just that day, isn't it? A day later, just muddies the waters completely in yeah, terms of yeah. what you can do, isn't it? It's such yeah. a long way away. 
Even if it was yeah. at home, it wouldn't be such a problem. But no, as you say, Mikey, you know, you'd be traveling all day Tuesday and all day Thursday. Yeah. Recovery Friday and then match on Saturday. Yeah. Not not ideal. No, let's hope we put on a show. Obviously. Yeah, we, yeah. we're usually ITV good on ITV4, aren't we? ITV4. When the hell did we last play live? On well, I'm, re- I'm referring to Big Match Revisited, Dave. Ah, uh-huh, Siri, <laughs> we're always brilliant on that, especially in the last few weeks. We've been really good in the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, cracking, cracking, cracking home draw against Liverpool and a good, um, nice away win at uh, nice away win in the mud at Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah, yeah that was a yeah, good of one. course. See yeah. where you're coming from there. Yeah, now it'd be um, that'd be good. That'd be nice to see us on on TV and hopefully we, like I say, we can um put on a, a shut a display some sort of display for once we all know what happened the last time oh. we went to cup replay on tv oh terry butcher terry butcher's phones oh terry butcher yeah, yeah. <laughs> and chris sat and grinning like a cheshire cat wasn't he <laughs> yeah yeah there we are any last words before we go anything you want to plug no, just just quickly. I know. I mean, people know about it, but I'm certainly looking forward to Saturday. I'm going to be down there half nine for the unveiling of the Kevin Beatty statue. Of course, yeah. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Are, you, are you going to make it up for that, Craig? Was it a little bit too early? Um, yeah, probably. But I've, logistics, mate. At the weekend, I've, my little girl's going to come along as well. Actually, on Saturday, we've got her a ticket, That's so nice. I'll. Um, yeah, a trip to Pizza Hut has been promised for for me. Oh yeah. Are you persuaded. are you down the weekend, Mikey? You're not afraid. I'm not. No, I'm no. I'm out in London, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come up for the the Wickham game. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, helping to pack up Portman Road. I don't know how well they, those tickets are selling for the Wickham game uh, Tuesday oh. night. I don't know how many they've sold for that, but I'm sure it would be a decent crowd. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I think I think fans. to be fair, I think quite a few people bought the the three game. Pack. Yeah. Pack. yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it won't be 28,000 or whatever, but no. I think it'll be decent. Nice. All right, then. Thanks for that one, gents. Yeah, cheers, bring guys. On, bring on the barrow. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.